0: Test. Test test. Test, test. test test test. 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 Okay. Go time? Yeah. We you didn't even listen to see if the audio's okay. I was just I believe <laughs> I can see it and it looks all good. Okay, I've got no faith in you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Advanced Analytics. Wow, tonight we have just lost a basketball game badly, Paul doesn't want to talk about it, we've lost a basketball game in the most amazing way possible, like, um, uh, unbelievable, so I'm going to skip to the end of the podcast to hear that story, but we've got a lot of NBA basketball to talk about, but first, Paul started a rival, why are you having a little bit of Snickers? It's delicious. You haven't even said anything yet, and you, okay, just a bit of professionalism, you've started, I was trying to help you out, you've started a rival podcast.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, not a rival. It's it's not in the sports uh, genre. It's in the. <laughs> hey Paul, what genre is it in? Uh, the uh, nerd genre.
0: Oh, I was going to do that burn on you, but yeah, thats why I you said took it. away my power. That's why I good said move, it. well played. No,
1: it's in the uh, it's in the comedy slash fantasy role play section. Are you
0: a nerd though? Because people haven't called me a nerd. I think mainly because I've got glasses. I'm not I'm not a nerd because the nerd implies like you're smart, mm. like. I'd say I'm a dork. I'd say I'm cool. (laughs) Um, No, I love... uh, Yeah, you
1: are pretty cool. I'd say like my... mm, Yeah. You're one of the coolest guys. I I mean, I love movies and it's like people who love movies, you might... Storytelling. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Isn't that what... I I actually don't know what Dungeons & Dragons is. I'm a bit too cool for it. Yeah. um, You're in a Dungeons & Dragons podcast.
1: I think... I I, I think Dungeons & Dragons... So the thing is, I didn't know what Dungeons & Dragons was and then like... Three years ago, Joseph Harper messaged me and was like, "Hey, you ever played Dungeons and Dragons?" I was like, "No," and he was like, "You want to play tonight?" And I was like, "Keen." And then I went along thinking we were just going to be playing a board game, like for yeah. two hours, and then that was it. End. But we went along, and I got given a sheet, and we were like building characters. Like, he like, tricks you into it;
0: you didn't know what you were signing I mean, up basically,
1: for. Basically, and and at first I was kind of gutted because like, we didn't even play that session. We were literally just rolling for our stats and and choosing our characters, and then. uh and then I was stuck in a weekly Dungeons and Dragons thing for like 2 against years against your will no, against no, no. your will No no cuz very quickly into it I was like this is so fun mm. and uh and it's a shame that a lot of people would would uh discredit it because they're like oh that's a nerd that's some weird nerd thing yeah. which is I think probably what I'd been doing yeah. but um man if if you've got a like an imagination or well, if you're just a fun person you'll you have, love it if
0: you have joy in your heart and the soul in your spirit, then mm. may the wings of adventure so, take you on a magical journey. And,
1: and if you haven't played Dungeons & Dragons, uh, our podcast could be a great gateway for you to get into Not it. Not this podcast,
0: this is an NBA-based yeah, an analytics, you know, in-depth podcast. Yes. But your, pod, your new podcast. Uh, yeah,
1: it's called Waterdeep Mountain High.
0: Yeah. Which is, uh, Waterdeep is one of the
1: main cities in Faerun, Feir- the the land where Dungeons and Dragons is set.
0: Do you know you can buy Dungeons and Dragons like storylines and stuff like that? Yeah, I believe it. People sell them. Yeah. Someone was saying it. they're doing one the other day and all the characters are cats and like they've like in war with the humans. Is that Joseph Harper? No, someone else. I can't oh, remember. Oh, one. It was. I think they're all cats. Oh, maybe it was Joseph Harper. I haven't seen him in a while. Shout out to Joseph Harper. Shout out to Waterdeep. He, uh, he graduated today, no, so a special message. Oh, special shout out to Joseph Harper, one of our main. Um, and only uh, listeners. No, we've got mm. tons of listeners. We we met them in person. Um, that's exciting. Uh, and other exciting news is we um, recently were 111th on the New Zealand sports podcast chart. Uh, no, we were 110th, and then today we're Ooh. 112th. Oh. i never checked. Wow, well, that was a roller coaster emotion. I said 111th. Mm. You're like, ah, uh, no, we're actually a lot better than that guy. We're 110th, and then the crushing devastation of finding out we're yeah. actually 112th. Um, well, the reason I
1: only looked at it was because Waterdeep Mountain High, the new podcast, was actually number three on the comedy charts.
0: Whoa! So
1: that's my kind of, this is now my side project, Whoa. and the Dungeons and Dragons one is nah, now. the
0: advanced analytics forever, eh? Um, yeah, oh my god, the basketball game that happened tonight, I still can't get over it, uh, we're going to talk about that later, the Rainbow Warriors, we lost to Je- Jeff Wilson, the famous All Black. Um, a few apologies for last week's pod, if anyone listened to it. Um, racism, apologies from me as per usual. Um, I listened back to the podcast. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good pod, but, um, we're talking about the, um, first five for the Otago Highlanders, a rugby player. His name yeah. is Lima Sopianga. Sopoanga. Sopoanga. Um, and listening back to it, I called him Liba, Liba, like literally, Lie- like Lima is the easy bit. Yeah. Lima, I called him Sop Soponga. So- and I can't believe no one called me out for it. And Lieber, I called him Lieber both times. I knew his name was Lima. I'm just like, there's something wrong with my brain. Anger. I didn't notice this I at butchered all. it twice. Well, you would probably think in your own thoughts. Yeah. So that was my downside. So sorry about that. I do try and pronounce names. I just think I am like a very special person. Um, but on the positive, I would also like to take credit for in that podcast, we recorded it while watching ESPN, watching the first game finish. The game we were watching was Rockets versus Jazz. We both made predictions. I Paul, said Raptors by 30. No, 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 no. no. Rockets, sorry, right. <laughs> you, you predicted the Jazz would win. No. And I said Rockets by 30 multiple times. And they're up by 30 at like halftime and up winning by like 35. I said
1: Rockets by 35.
0: So listen out to my my um, predictions in this podcast because uh, I obviously have the Midas touch. And that is the first time I've ever got a prediction right in my life. And also my bet with Paul. Fifty dollars on LeBron making the finals has gone from looking very bad to very good as was well. Fifty?
1: I thought it was twenty.
0: Oh, it was. I reckon it was seventy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, ladies was, and gentlemen, I, it's time for the week in review. Week in review. The Toronto Raptors. Uh, we talked about. We touched on it last week when they were down two <laughs> 0 But get them out of the league. It's my catchphrase. <laughs> and I don't care on saying it. Like get them that, out of the league. It's a disgrace. Like it actually is a disgrace. Like yeah. how badly they went out. They got smoked even in a four-game sweep for the number one seed. Yeah, it's crazy. But at least and they go were, out with dignity.
1: Like, they were betting favourites going into the series.
0: Yeah, like, high odds. Everyone thought LeBron and his mates were dead. It is interesting, though, how every year, literally... I mean, there's a few years with the Heat where LeBron was hot favourite to win, mm. and he did. But every year, besides that, people discount LeBron. Mm. It is crazy. Like, if you look at it, I saw a post recently... A tweet saying that um, uh, Carmelo Anthony is garbage, uh, Chris Bosch is like out of the league for health reasons, Dwayne Wade is having the lowest points total of his career. Mm. And LeBron James is just uh, mowing it down in the playoffs. Yeah, you're actually
1: missing one key person there. Who? Uh, Darko Milicic, <laughs> who, was, who was running a very successful farm Yeah. back in his home. I, don't, his
0: home can right. I I? actually listened to a podcast about that. I don't think it's a successful farm. I just think he's it's wealthy and punches money. He owns a yeah. farm.
1: I mean, I, I I put successful in there for a bit of colouring, but I, uh, I have no clue how the farm is actually going. He
0: but seems I did happy. see that he's married
1: to a woman who... Was the sister of like a guy who died and he was like a famous criminal. Oh my God. And I Googled him and there was a photo of him, two other men, and the fourth man was a. Uh, Pekovich. Wow, Nikolai Pekovich. Nikola Pekovic. Nikolai Pekovich. Nikolai Pekovich. Nikola. I don't know what his first name is, but Pekovich from the Timberwolves. He was in the photo
0: with them. Nikola, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, that's. Cr- that's uh, so. Um, Nikola? Yeah, is it like Nicola Vucevic. So, um, speaking of like weird relationship, like love triangles, and uh, we're going to actually have Matt Barnes update. Okay, uh, Matt Barnes and Derek Fisher feud. Um, it may mainly be me just reading for an article from the internet, but still, hang around for that gold. Um, who do you think the most disappointing team of the playoffs is? Raptors. Raptors. Yeah, for sure. Raptors. You thought it the Thunder?
1: Uh, I I never had faith in the Thunder. But to beat the I, don't d- rate jazz. I don't rate like Mello. I don't the jazz. rate the way they play. No one
0: rates Mellow. but yeah. Nah, I just, You'd expect Westbrook and Paul, Paul George to be able to get past the Utah Jazz. Nah, I, I don't blame. I made this mistake of bringing this up to a friend who loves the Thunder, and he, like New Zealanders, a lot of Kiwis love the Thunder, and he was like, you can't blame Westbrook. I was like, Westbrook's got to get some blame. I think most of the blame. Why don't you help back me up in the argument then?
1: Uh, I don't know. It seemed tense. I, <laughs> wanna...
0: I don't like arguing. It was, talking to a Thunder fan, it was like talking to a religious person. And he was like, the team was built to beat the Warriors. I was like, mate, they can't even get past the Utah Jazz." like, the Utah Jazz is a very good team. I was like, I don't know if they're very good. It was, the Thunder got killed by... Ricky Rubio in one game, and then hey, res- res- let's not
1: disrespect Rubio. I
0: will disrespect his offensive game. I love Rubio, I but I gave up on him a long time ago, and he's he's had a good season. And um, so what you are saying, he's a defensive the uh, next Jack- game. <laughs> no, he no, he is no. Ricky Rubio is a good point guard defender, and yeah, um, he's a great and passer. Great passer. Yeah, yeah, so that's a But he's not. He's not. If he puts twenty five points on you, Or whatever, I made, was it's bad. I was depressed
1: by uh, Neto. Like I felt like just watching Neto just was making such bad plays. And I was like, if Rubio was there, he'd be doing so much better. Yeah, yeah, good point. Are um, oh, you mean against the Rockets? Yeah, against the Rockets. But the the I think it's the Raptors by a mile. The Raptors just got swept by the Cavaliers. Yeah, but it was by LeBron James. I mean, the Thunder did lose to. It, but um, here is what I I just can't stand. And Joe Ingles. Here is the thing: I think Dwayne Casey has been like. I think the Raptors in the regular season they have they seem to have a great mm. uh, vibe in the team. Yeah, a great like uh, what do you call it? Culture. A great team culture. And then they just had nothing. Mm. And it's like between games, you've got to look at tape and you've got to come up with, you've got to do something different. I'm pretty sure they're looking at tape. Well, it just, it seemed like they just had no clue. Look at tape. Dwayne Casey. Wake up. Like. They were embarrassing. A lot of people were saying like, he's coach of the year. They can't fire him. But it's like, I feel like they have to
0: fire him. Year they in, gonna, they're, gonna, they're out. Fire, they're fire they just C- have no clue what they're
1: doing. It happens, so, it happens
0: sometimes. I, w- I would say you could possibly give Dwayne Casey coach if, of the year and you can possibly also fire him Ste- and both are, if, both are I wanted. I think if
1: Brad Stevens or Popovich were
0: coaching that Raptors team, hmm. th-
1: Maybe. they wouldn't have those same problems.
0: Maybe. Maybe. you got to remember, he did get them to the one seed. So, like, they've done a great regular season job. Mm-hmm. Clearly, this is a lesson in, like, Basketball psychology. You look at guys like Sergio Barker who just can't play against LeBron James. Both Lowry and DeRozan were um, poor, back to being the trash bros, basically. Um, basketball psychology really interests me because LeBron was just toying with the Raptors, having a laugh, like when a player from the A grade comes down to the B grade when you're 16 years old, something like that. So much confidence that they can just, they're just screwing around. Mm. It reminded me, this is a weird analogy to make, and I don't. Understand the rigors of NBA basketball at all, but when I was uh, 18 and trying to hang around, trying to play on the bench of you know the Wellington professional basketball team, um, we had a guy come over from Duke University he was the four-year bench captain. His name was Nick Horvath, and he was the most amazing basketball player I've ever played on the same court as. He was literally when he came to New Zealand, having a laugh. He literally when he came, he like saw New Zealand. He was like, this place is a hole. And then they're like, we need another import. So he's like, just get my mate. And he just got his beer drinking buddy to come over with him. But that's how good he was. That they wanted to just do... They, wanted, they flew his mate over from Minnesota who wasn't even a professional basketball <laughs> player. Just to be part of the team. Because Nick Horvath was literally 30 points and 20 rebounds a game. He, it was like when you're a little kid and you see a tall guy who drives in, shoots, misses, gets his own rebound, shoots, misses, gets his own rebound, shoots, misses. He'd just do that every time. Yeah. And if someone else shot, he'd just get the rebound and put it in. He was just unstoppable force. But what I observed about Nick Horvath is the next year he came back and he was still excellent. He was still a top five player in the league, but he wasn't quite as good. He didn't quite have that arrogant Duke University swagger because he's a year removed. His NBA dream was over. You know, he wasn't going to make the Summer League or anything like that. And then the third year, I was off the team, but I'd go watch him and his stats were down again and he was like no longer like trying to get naturalized to make the New Zealand tour Blacks. And it just seemed like so much of basketball, like cricket and um, like a lot of sports, is psychological and confidence. And the Raptors don't have that. Mm. And LeBron has a ton of that. And moreover, he, it's actually, the re- when the team sees LeBron do it, the rest of the Cavs have got a bit of wind in the sails. Yeah, yeah. And even like love has come right and, um, Can- not right, but improved a lot. And JR Smith is looking a lot better. Did you see that quote from Kevin Love
1: today where he was like, to be mentioned in the same breath as Chris Bosh. Is yeah. rarefied air yeah. And one day I'd love to be remembered For what I've done For <laughs> Cleveland and the city And I was like Mate, Cleveland is the city like, You're an idiot um, But speaking of Nick Horvath I feel like you missed the big story Didn't you once get punched by him? No, no, practice? not punched
0: No, the story's got better than it was okay. um, He We're playing practice And he's get quite annoyed By my chipper style of defense I was a real um, That's why I liked Matthew Dellavedova Because he looked like he shouldn't be out there In the NBA Finals But he was out there just scratching people, poking them in the eye, punching the nads, and just diving on loose balls. And basically when you you lack talent, which is what I did, I started to be that sort of player. And I don't think I was dirty or anything like that. I was just like a young kid just hustling hard, beating everyone to their spots and pushing them off the block. Like that's what you have to do when you're a lot weaker than a, you know, a really strong, you know, borderline NBA player. So I was hustling him hard all game and eventually just got frustrated and frustrated the coach. You know how the coach, when they're reffing practice games, doesn't give them fouls? Yeah. Apparently, Phil Jackson used to do that to Michael Jordan. Like, he would never call a foul for Michael Jordan, so he'd just go harder and harder and get more and more angry until he's was literally punching – like, apparently, he punched Steve Kerr. Yeah. Well, in this scenario, I was Steve Kerr, and um, what he did to me was he just um, – he saw I was setting a screen, maybe would switch – because I thought I was marking it quite hard in the scenario. He saw I was setting a screen, and his man was running off my screen – so he just ran straight at me, J.R. Smith styles right. Smashed me in the ground I must have flown back 3 metres and slid on my sweat Like 5 metres, I was fine But it was quite like, everyone was like Whoa, 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 stop the practice kind of thing He went ballistic, screamed at the coach Screamed at me And then um, walked off uh, Into the changing rooms And uh, started crying
1: Fair move. Which,
0: <laughs> which, looking back on it now, he's probably had some other stuff going on in his life. Shout out to Nick, though. I mean, I was telling that very embarrassing story about him. He was a great guy, loved the guy, and um, great basketball player as well, and one of the, and, and the best player I've ever played on the same court as. Best player probably. I've ever played against. Best player I've ever played against, man. Best player I've ever played against. I'm trying
1: to think who the best player I've ever played against is. I honestly don't know. Brooke Rusko? Yeah, he's good. I always
0: rate, I'm always impressed by him, and he, he never really made it. Yeah, he was good. good. Oh, I
1: mean... I used to play against Stephen Adams, but I feel like at the time, you've got to go with like how they were at the, the time. At yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe Tom Bosco. Tom Abercrombie? Uh, I never played him.
0: Corey I never, Webster.
1: I never played him. Uh, You're listing people you played against.
0: Yeah, well, I'm just trying to help. I thought Corey Webster was about your age. He's like in between us. I remember
1: being amazed by a guy called Logan Van Beek. Mm-hmm. And he was from Christchurch, and he played for St Andrews. Mm-hmm. And I remember being really impressed by him because he was like a small white blonde point guard. Yeah, and he just had like money. He just shoot like money floaters and pull up jumpers. And he was like quite quick. And then um, and I just remember I never like we played him once, and he was like incredible. And I remember before the game, like we went into the the motel like the coach's motel room for the pregame. Um, Chris Tupu, ex x tall black, and Nelson Giants coach was our coach. And he, um, he, I remember him writing on the, on the, on the whiteboard, just writing mm. Van Beek and circling it. And he was like, that's the danger man. And I was mm. like, who is this guy? And sure enough, he was amazing. Like this is when I was like year 11. So I probably didn't get on the court yeah. um, at all, maybe. But uh, then I remember later seeing, watching the New Zealand Black Caps play. This is years later. Yeah. And, uh, and they brought on the 12th man for fielding and it was Logan Van Beek. Oh, He's a, the,
0: oh so he switched sports. No, you know, he probably played cricket in high school. See, when I, was, when I was zoning out a part of that um, story, I was actually hoping that like, you're like, and I saw him uh, in the park uh, huffing glue.
1: No. that's better.
0: That's was a nicer ending. Nice ending yeah. to your story. Yeah. Although
1: I think he did put down... Some glue? Ca- no, a catch. No, ah. there's no glue in the story, I don't
0: think. Maybe he you maybe not dropped know. the
1: catch because of the, the... Of the
0: glue he's huffing in the changing rooms. <laughs> that is amazing though people play in motorsports. Speaking of that, um, former All Black Jeff Wilson, who we lost to tonight in the most unbelievable fashion. I'm not even clickbaiting you here. Unbelievable. And we'll talk about it. Paul doesn't even want to talk about it. It so seems dark like on.
1: you're clickbaiting also. I feel like No, not
0: clickbaiting. Like, it's actually the most unbelievable... Yeah, but you keep
1: hyping stuff. It's that the that most means. unbelievable
0: shot I've ever seen in my life.
1: Okay, well, just let's
0: move on. Including the internet. Okay. Um, okay, so... Uh, I've run down here... Jazz and Pelicans are bad.
1: I just, I don't fully agree
0: with that. But maybe it's just the Rockets and Warriors are so exceptional. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I this is so many What my notes? I've written: Jazz and Pelicans are bad. I think the Pelicans are bad, and the Jazz are really bad. Yeah,
1: no, I disagree.
0: I I, I actually regret writing that down. I'm going to delete that. I feel bad about that. I think the Pelicans are definitely bad. Anthony Davis, what a talent, and what an awkward situation for their front office next year. So what, what do you do with that team? Well, I... You've got to try and sign and trade Boogie Cousins, I think is the... They've got no trade chips. Yeah. Unless you consider Rajon Rondo a trade chip. I don't rate DeMarcus Cousins in terms of... Yeah, but he's all they got. No, 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 What do you mean? Well, they've got... Their team is literally yeah. Drew Holiday... Yeah, but I thought you Rajon just said trade...
1: Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But
0: like, so they can't trade Drew Holiday. He's the only backcourt yeah. player who's good. I rate Drew Rajon Coff- Rondo as a steal, and he seems to be working with the team. I, yeah. don't, I don't rate him in the playoffs, but well, play. he helps.
1: I think if you can, if they could trade Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, know they,
0: no, no. They've got a sign and trade though. Yeah, what's that? Just really like, like it's, trick him. This is what's exciting about no, like what they with Blake Griffin. So you sign them to a contract and as soon as it's not working out, which will be like three months into the season when they're mediocre like they were this year, then you try and trade them away. So it's right. like what what the Clippers did to Blake Griffin. Yeah. Um, they're like, you're going to be a Clipper for life. The Clippers, this is crazy. You know how they, they like made like a museum exhibit about like great Clippers. They made t-shirts with pictures of Martin Luther King Steve and Jobs. like Gandhi and Steve Jobs and, and, and Blake Griffin. <laughs> yeah. And then like six months later, they're like, you traded him to Detroit of all places. Mm. When need like, they, you know, he was built for Los Angeles. They would have they would have sold him. The only reason he stayed at the Clippers is because they sold him on his lifestyle of living in Los Angeles. Yeah. Crazy. Like, surely the Jenna, he dates one of the Kardashians, Jenna, and, like, surely she's not going to stay with him, like, to go out to Detroit. Like, Detroit? How of a city. I know I've got time for that. Go
1: do a location tour of Robocop. I
0: would love to visit Detroit for that reason. Uh, I'd love to go to the train station where Eminem films his videos, that <laughs> big abandoned um, train station. Yeah. And I'd love to go to um, Gary, Indiana, which is just near Detroit on the yeah. border, and that's where the Jackson 5 started. Oh, yeah, you go like to the ghost, house. It's a ghost town. Yeah. But, like, the theatre there, the beautiful theatre, and they still have on the board, like, playing tonight, Jackson 5. And yeah. it's, like, a ghost theatre. I want to go to
1: Gary, Indiana real It's though.
0: kind of sad, though, because I'm like, is that good or is that bad? Like, poverty tourism? Like, I wanted to do it in India, well, but then it is, like, effed up thing I to do. I accidentally
1: invented a thing when I was in Europe last year, and I, I wasn't intentionally doing it. But I'd noticed that I had gone to. I can't wait to hear what you invented. Uh, so I'd, I'd walked across Westminster or bridge, whatever the bridge was. Yeah. Uh, where there'd been that attack, and I went to Borough Markets where there was that attack.
0: You went to. Constant I went down Silken Bus
1: in Barcelona where there was the attack. Wow. Uh, I went to in Paris where there was the attack. I went along the, the waterfront in Nice, where there was the and this was none of this was intentional. Nice, where there was an attack. Yeah, I went to um, on that same trip at the start of the trip. I went to the Ground Zero, where there was attack. the attack. And eventually, I was like, "What the hell?" Like some of them weren't even intentional. Like I was yeah. just like, and I was like, uh, "I was like, this is." I mean it's it's terrorism tourism tourism yeah or you combine them to make. Terrorism, <laughs> <laughs> oh, or wow. or tourism. Yeah, I, um, um, yeah, I it, f-
0: it's it's weird how you do that, but it is like those creepy places are kind of like, uh, places of interest. I want to do yeah, a, I want to, to do a go Silk to, Road podcast. I just want to do a tour of the Silk Road locations. Yeah, we I'm wanted to so. go to um.
1: Actually, Baltimore. when I was in London, I then I told people I was going to the nat- Natural History Museum, mm. which I mean I wouldn't recommend to anyone. It's I don't think it's great, but um, mm. when I got there. I I walked and the street to walk down was closed and I was like oh that's weird, uh, and there were all these camera people and I was like oh there must be a celebrity and then I poked my head down and there were heaps of police and I was like oh it must be a celebrity who's also like a politician <laughs> like it must be like uh you know yeah the prime minister or something I
0: um, can't wait to hear you name a British um, politician
1: Margaret Thatcher <laughs> good the um, move
0: yeah. uh. Tony Blair. Yeah. The Queen of England. <laughs> nice. Um, Sir uh, Geoffrey Thompson. Yeah. Probably. A Winston Churchill. Do you know that? I think they have the House of Lords. I could be wrong here. I don't know anything about British politics. Think the House of Lords. You can still get born into like uh, a role in like British government. I don't think they have really any power. But if you yeah. remember the House of Lords, it's just the family you were in. <laughs> you're just like a lord. Yeah, great. You go in there and like...
1: I'm a lord.
0: Yeah, it's quite amazing. Britain. There effort. are other ways
1: to become a lord, though. Michael Flatley, the <laughs> lord, lord of the, of the d- dance. The dance. <laughs> um, Frodo Baggins, the lord
0: of the rings. rings. Uh, Jesus Christ, piggy, the lord, lord of the, of the flies. flies. Is Piggy the lord of the flies? Or nah. the opposite of the lord? It's I mean, like the piggy of the flies. I've never
1: read it. We were meant to read it in high school. I didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> Just pretended. Mm. Um uh, I re- you sorry, Vegetarians cluster- Vegetarians The Lord, Lord of the of Fries Fries That's a good Australian reference No, they, we've got it in New Zealand now I went there
0: It was shit Not going vegan
1: Well, you, you didn't actually get a burger You just got the fries I actually found the That's because um, it's
0: called The place is called Lord of the Fries That seems like the logical thing to do
1: Oh, I got a burger I enjoyed it I got multiple burgers actually That's f um. What it's if like it's going to Burger Wars? King And buying a, um, a uh, The The British... England cricket team Lords. Lords They play at Lords Lord. Um, Lord. The New Zealand musician Lord Yeah I mean You can just call yourself Lord She proved Jesus Christ Our Lord Our God I mean But you can't just That's not really Something we can become right, Are you anti-Christian? No That's not at all Are you saying
0: That I can't become The new Jesus? No, nah, Possible It's yeah. possible yeah, Mate, if true. Paddle Pops can get a three-star health rating, then anything is possible in this world. Um, Shout-out to Chris Paul. I forgot we are talking about basketball. Shout-out to Chris Paul. Yeah, he was... Incre- like, I watched, Good
1: last game. I watched the second half of that game. And
0: it, I mean, it was a close-out where the raps... Uh, the, um, jazz. the Jazz obviously capitulated... But 40 points, no, but 10 assists, no turnovers. Yeah, Pretty it, good it didn't seem
1: like that. No, the Jazz had kind of fought back. I don't think they really capitulated. Ah. He was clutch, though. Like, there was one where he just jacked this contested fallaway three and just banked. Like, he just couldn't miss.
0: First time to the Western Conference Finals in his career. Shout out to him. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it'll be interesting to see, though, that's this next um, matchup. What do you feel about uh, uh, Houston-Golden State? I think Golden State
1: gonna win, and I'm supporting them.
0: Two most hated teams in the NBA, mm. hands down. Um I hate the Rockets, but I would like to see it's kind of depressing to think now, and I bet on it as well, that uh it's gonna be Golden State versus Cleveland four. Yeah. And Golden State's probably gonna destroy Cleveland. Yeah. That's sad. And I hope I hope Boston or Houston makes it. So I'll be rooting for Boston and Houston. Even though I would I like Golden State more than I like Houston. I would like to see the NBA become like a little bit more parity, you know? I'm look I I want to say I'm looking forward to a Golden State Boston final. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I said
1: it. I mean I have to because that's what my bet that's what my bet is implying. Unless wait, Philly and Boston's not over yet, right? Oh no, okay. but there's no way Philly's
0: coming back. That series is depressing to watch and I can summarise it and I'm sick of people like analysing it. It's like Philly are children doing rookie mistake. Like they're rookies doing rookie mistakes. Yeah, like no, it's but, literally called rookie mistakes. But um, the Simmons is, Boston, is playing terrible.
1: Boston have got rookies as well. Boston oh, yeah, I the are yeah. young, the youngest. Yeah, you're right.
0: But like um, their rookies are playing in a good system whereas yeah. Ben Simmons is supposed to run the team and Joe Allen Bede is supposed to score 40 points a game and they're just not up to it yet. Yeah. Um, someone had the good point that Ben Simmons, like, famously devastating fast break player, not yeah. fast breaking at all, like, barely more than yeah. walking it up.
1: I think a lot of the credit has to go to Boston, though. I feel like they're, they're a well run team.
0: Oh, no, 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 absolutely. I thought we kissed their ass last podcast. I'm just yeah, saying, I'm all very, in, though. watching the Sixers is quite frustrating, and thinking that LeBron's going to go to another final with this. Um, the squad, which is not as bad as people are rubbishing them, like this team, but they do need to all get fixed. One thing that frustrated me, another quote after the weird um, uh, quote from the Cavs, um, he was on the Scott he's on ESPN, and uh, he, Scott Van Powell asked him, uh, "How green is your light, Jr.?" And Jr. Smith said, "Very green, but not as that green that I'm going to be hit, hitting tomorrow." Yeah, and um, if I was LeBron. Even if he's joking, no, or even he's talking about golf greens.
1: I, so that's the thing. I genuinely think he's talking about golf greens. But continue.
0: Oh, well, I'm like Jr. Get in the gym and just shoot and shoot and shoot. Yeah. Like I almost feel like and I don't know. I was two from ten from three tonight, but like I almost feel like I could contribute as much as JR's con- Contributing on the three point line. Like, come on Jr. Like make some threes. Come on Kevin Love. Like this literally all you have to do is stand there and make threes. And um did you see that awkward and
1: awkward post game with Richard Jefferson. Mm. With Richard Jefferson, you could tell he was proud about what he said at the other game. So he he told it and he was like, "JR, before the game, I saw you and I asked you uh I asked you if you were feeling better. Mm. And you said you were. So then I said, "Okay, we'll shoot like it then." <laughs> and he like cracks up at his own like kind of burn. What? And then LeBron pokes his head in and goes, "Ah, like in the background and then rj's like hey hey lebron i was just telling uh jr about uh before the game when uh i saw him and i was like are you feeling better and he was like yes so i was like did he repeat okay. the same story he, twice yeah and he was like this is on tv that's insane and it's like mate you're not you're just having a chat with your friends trying yeah. to brag about your funny burn yeah but it's like it sucks for the tv viewer who have literally just heard it Five Who, seconds before. How did
0: LeBron respond? Did he laugh?
1: Uh, he was like, uh, <laughs> and then he was like, see ya. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how did um, how did JR respond?
1: Oh yeah, well they were clearly friends. Here's the thing though, is like, surely RJ, Richard Jefferson, like... Are you friends with him too? A little bit. RJ, Yeah, we hang out a bit. RJ um, and LeBron and uh, JR, yeah. Yeah, we play Dungeons & Dragons together. Sick. um, I bet <laughs> Richard Jefferson almost definitely plays Dungeons & Dragons. I think probably Tim Duncan does. Probably. He's got a dragon tattoo, doesn't he? Oh, I'd be intrigued. No, have, yeah. I'm intrigued. I might do a bit of digging and see which NBA, NBA players, players play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, okay. Um, I know that Vin Diesel is very into it and has a character. Man, of,
0: Vin Diesel a weird guy. I'm oh, not saying what makes him weird other weirder things about Vin Diesel.
1: He's the weirdest guy. And I think he has one of his characters tattooed on him somewhere. But um but how
0: JR Smith reacts? Ah, re- 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 uh, just like jokey mates, like yeah, man. That's um, kind of amazing to see them. I mean, I know it's but, a cool story, bro, but that's kind of cool to see them. Like, but I would, if I was Jr,
1: like, so the Cavs like got rid of him, right? Did they? Well, kind of, I think. Didn't they? He didn't just retire. Um, didn't he go and like to
0: Utah? Oh, no, RJ, yeah, but it's professional. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you, you got Jr, RJ. You do what I always do. Oh, sorry, um, Richard Jefferson. Yeah, um, but. Like that's the professional sports is brutal.
1: Yeah. But like, surely, like, I don't know. I'd just, be, I'd be a little bitter, and I'd be like trying to get back on the team. I so felt like,
0: I felt like he was kind of a key part of their team. So Cleveland, Boston, I predict. Yeah, yeah. No, he was quite a good contributor, but they obviously decided. The weird thing as well, he was the locker room glue, and since he's left, like their locker, locker room's obviously been an absolute shambles. Yeah. Um, still looks like they're gonna make the finals though, but yeah, you can't imagine them beating either Houston or Golden State who makes it through. Cleveland, Boston. Assuming that happens, and mm. we are counting our chickens here. Who knows? It could be the greatest return of all time. Um, my prediction, and I, I'm already a predictor. I predict that LeBron in the next eleven games mm. is going to score between thirty and fifty points every game as they beat the Celtics in six, and then beat the and then oh. lose to the Warriors in five. Okay. That's my prediction. My prediction. With LeBron averaging 38 points or something crazy.
1: My prediction is only for the Eastern Conference Game 1. Yeah. This is assuming Boston make it through. I think Game 1, Le- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
0: well, that's cra- that's a crazy prediction. Uh, the top, Who's gonna top score?
1: Uh, maybe Kevin Love or someone Kyle weird Corver. like
0: Kyle Korver. Yeah,
1: yeah, Kyle Korver top scores in a narrow loss, and the Celtics win Game One on the
0: road. No, were on the road or no? There will be. In, will it be in Boston? They're pretty. Yeah, they're pretty. Um, yeah, Cavs finished like third or fourth. Um, uh, yeah. They were fourth, I think. That's crazy. Was uh, it? Yeah, did Philly finish third? Um, maybe not. Uh, Houston, Golden State Warriors. You, you said you're only making predictions for the East. You got a Western p- prediction. Uh, Golden State in.
1: Mm, I'll say six.
0: I'd say six as well. Golden six State is the real six. coward predict because five is really like a hiding. Yeah, four is crazy talk. Like no one wins by you know the it'd be hard to sweep the New Zealand Tall Blacks in four. The Raptors like what is you doing? Um, but uh, six is like the real safe one to go. We're like, I'm confident they're going to win, but not too confident. Seven, annoys me when people say seven, because that's like, I don't know. That's really sitting on the fence. Um, I reckon, I give the I give the Rockets no chances. I really want to see the Rockets win. And uh, not, not that I like the team, but as I said, I just want to change. Um, uh, I give them no chances. I wouldn't be surprised if the Rockets win the first two games at home and then still go on to lose the next four. Like I reckon Golden State might take a while to figure them out, but then when they do... This is the way you look at it. You look at the matchups, and it's it's it starts like this is so exciting. Like this is next Tuesday, and I'm so this is like the NBA finals for me, the Western Conference finals. Chris Paul versus Steph Curry. You're like that is so exciting. Those guys have got history with Clippers, Golden State. Remember that used to be Chipper. Um, Steph Curry famously made Chris Paul fall over. Yeah, Um, that highlight video, amazing. James Harden versus Clay Thompson, both amazing shooters. Clay Thompson, quite a good defender. Like if he, I don't know if he ma- will actually match up with Harden, but like if he does, um, amazing and um, quite interesting to see like who, which team kind of gets if Harden is, manages to get his calls that he gets against the Warriors and stuff like that. This is where it starts to go bad because those first two matchups you are like, oh, it actually seems like quite a level playing field, and then you're like Trevor Ariza versus Kevin Durant. And you're like, damn, it, I forgot the Golden State Warriors have Kevin Durant. Like that's crazy, and then you go PJ Tucker versus Draymond Green, and you're like, who the hell is Pete? How's PJ Tucker <laughs> no. still in the lead?
1: Put some respect on PJ. They're going to fight though. So,
0: That's exciting.
1: Yeah, that'll be actually.
0: Draymond Green might not actually match up with PJ Tucker. They might put him on um, Clint Capella. Um, Clint Capella, Zaza Pachulia, which yeah. you might give that edge to. Um, well, Although you again. never
1: know. Like, um, it'll be interesting to see. Like, if they might even start like small war. I don't know. It's it's hard to know. My the, what...
0: prediction is that no one besides. Harden and the occasional three point shooter will be successful, but like if it, the Rockets are gonna yeah. be good, it needs like Kim well, ab- Capella might be, you know. I over- always
1: feel like Harden's such a key thing for him is going to the line, yeah. And I think like the Warriors are well coached, and even like the other day, they played a montage of um, of Steve Kerr just saying stuff, and you know, it never really shows much, but there was one that I thought was. Quite um, interesting. Just a huddle where he was just saying, don't foul. Mm. It wasn't against... I don't know who they were playing. Mm. But I always have that mentality in, whenever I play. I'm always like, just don't fa-, Like I don't like when people bail out guys who are trying very tough shots mm. with fouls. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: And it's like... Uh, no, but you might have like the game today where we had where the guy, um, number 17 or whatever, kept on making the laps. And I was like, shivers, I should probably start fouling.
1: yeah yeah that, that does if they're happen. putting it
0: in like Harden yeah. does but
1: there, but there, if you don't foul he will make to, um, to make it very tough without fouling yeah but um yeah I, I think just avoid ever fouling
0: just I used to straight. foul my face off like I used to be constant foul trouble and now weirdly I don't even touch people like I just like it's not worth that it. it's not worth the hassle and the frustration at getting called for a foul so I just stay right off them um this is a weird uh uh philosophical thing I put big picture thing i put in the um in the notes but like what an amazing time in sports and maybe it's just the sports marketing machine maybe we get better and better at hype and stuff like that yeah but like if you look at sports in like the last 10 15 20 years like a.k.a. our prime sports time watching yeah. experience like what we've seen like right now literally we have lebron possibly the second greatest player ever um uh, the KD, goal. Steph Like guys yeah. who are like Trying to break in the top 10 Possibly top 5 Westbrook, Harden Like what we mm. see Football Messi and Ronaldo Possibly the 1 and 2 greatest ever yeah. Literally this World Cup And this Champions League Like playing for their lives And their legacy To try and like You know Cement themselves People already say Messi's the number 1 But he's already had the Champions League What yeah. can he do in the World Cup Roger Federer yeah. Probably yeah. the greatest tennis player ever. Well, do you think Serena Williams? Yeah. Definitely the greatest women's tennis player ever. It does it almost kind of
1: makes sense for like Tiger Woods athletes to keep getting better. Better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um but cuz cuz yeah, I remember like a couple of years ago I was like like my, it kind of seemed like the the NBA like guys just keep getting better almost. Mm. But um but then there were times where you start doubting it where it's like there's all this hype for Jabari Parker and Andrew Wiggins and then like obviously Jabari's had a bit of bad luck like, with injuries but then like Andrew Wiggins just always seems kind of underwhelming hmm. and and then you're like oh man these young guys aren't like you know Brandon Ingram so much hype and then yeah. like he comes in and it's like you know shows flashes but then like this year I feel like again you're like just like Donovan Mitchell Joel Embiid Ben Simmons um, even guys like Laurie Markin and stuff you're like they're going to
0: be so good. Um, Donovan Mitchell, I reckon Dodgy, Laurie Markkinen, they're, they're all like potential. Oh, I feel um, like
1: Mitchell proved Simmons. Himself Simmons already.
0: is... No, 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 but yeah, but we've had Damien Lillard series that like have like, it depends on your team and don't get me wrong, him and Gobeer look like a solid future for the Jazz, but um, you're still like, it's hard when you're a score first. Like look at the hell that Westbrook's in now. Like, you can just get stuck to, like, basketball center, basketball purgatory, especially if you're, like, a score-first point guard. It's just quite an awkward position. Um, yeah, put him at the two. Whereas Ben Ben Simmons, and I know he's gone whack these playoffs, but, like, he looks unbelievable, and Joel Embiid... Like, you watch Joel Embiid play, and, yeah, he's an idiot, and, like, I enjoy that, how he tries to fight everyone, or at least starts fights, but, like, when you see a centre who, like, catches the ball, like, what is he doing catching the ball way out there? Like like, way outside the post, like, at a deep two position, but then just turn around and shoot a fadeaway, like, Michael Jordan-style jump shot, pure money, and you're like, this guy, if he gets his shit together, like, it's crazy talented. I've always, I'm always predicting Joe M B just to leave forever injured any day now, but, like, it's pretty impressive at the moment, yeah. eh? Let's move on. It,
1: uh, it's Magic Mayhem time. It's that time, right about that time, for the stars to roll on now. Get rolling, stars. No, don't try and tag on.
0: Stars roll time.
1: No, it's that time right about that time. Roll call for the stars. No, stop it. I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> it's that time right about that time for the stars to roll on out. Go with the stars. No, okay, let's just play it. the ball. I'm not Sit down. Ball. I play for the ball. I used to be jealous of having a final.
0: Still taking
1: every game personal? I'm an Sit
0: down. Oh, wow. That is pure
1: I mean, I don't have a lot to report. <laughs> well, we did um, the last podcast four to, days ago. Yeah,
0: and, and, and for you to be getting non-stop Orlando Magic updates is quite a big ask. Yeah,
1: I mean, not a lot's happened. No. Obviously... The not bi- a lot has happened all year, new, but we've continued the, to update. The big news that's coming, there will be a big Magic chat coming, because soon, I think before the lottery, maybe... Please God,
0: not a big Magic chat.
1: No, they want to have a new coach, like, relatively soon. And they've already,
0: like, missed out on some of the good ones. Well, I disagree. Like, I don't Oh, know. yeah, I, I guess, well, some of the, like, the... Do you know who's available? Who? Stan Van Gundy. So, Bring him back. So that's what I was going to talk about. He this, might do it for a discount because he's still getting paid by um, Detroit.
1: Um, I love that you're just like worried about the coach's fee is like the main thing we're looking at. Oh, like, well, no, it's, like, no. I'll, I'll, do, I'll, do, it, to I'll do it for
0: free. It's quite funny that Stan Van Gundy, because when he came, they had um, Josh Smith, who was famous for like $30 million in yeah. terrible, and they just cut him and he just got paid by the... Um, Pistons to play for the Rockets, it was bizarre Yeah, yeah. but like Stan Van's now in that exact same position where he's probably got a huge salary for being GM Um, and coach and getting paid
1: Stan Van was who I was going to talk about because he did get fired today and I actually did go on Detroit Reddit to see kind of what the reaction was, Mm. I felt like a lot of people were happy but there was a lot of people being like he was actually, um, he did some great things, like he came to us when we had we were at such a low point we had nothing going Mm. for us and he's at least made made us like exciting to watch, and um,
0: oh, I think that's a bit of a push. But yeah, he brought them back to rel- almost relevancy. Yeah, It didn't quite make it, mm-hmm. and now he's plunged them into a much deeper, deeper non-relevancy. Yeah, but uh, and I, I, the thing
1: is, I I, I kind of I don't hope we bring him back, so to speak. Bring him back. But here's the thing: I actually do love him. I love some of the stuff he says off the court, mm. and he always gives funny interviews. Yeah, yeah, right. And, he's uh, very intelligent. Yeah, he's really. I think he's a really great guy. And I, I mean, here's the thing: I wouldn't be mad if they did bring him back. But I, I think he's the, the Magic's greatest ever coach we've had. What about? Um, I don't know who coached them during the Shaq Penny years. Um, Chuck Daly, I think, maybe did okay. Doc Rivers, I think, was maybe the second yeah, most okay. successful. Yeah, he yeah, no, probably actually is, He yeah. had like three years or maybe. Um, but Stan Van had, I think, five seasons maybe in the playoffs every year. Obviously, we had a better team then. These are some advanced analytics.
0: Five seasons I think maybe? five seasons
1: in the playoffs what every think- year. We got to the finals one year. And then, obviously, he got f- fired by... Dwight Howard, who then <laughs> left anyway. Famously the but, stupidest um, man so yeah, in the world. I, I love Stan Van. I hope he does I hope he does well. Shout out to Stan Van. Uh and Bro. last podcast. Oh sorry, you're doing a bit true for Stan Van. No, I was just saying Shout out to Stan Van. End of Magic Mayhem, maybe.
0: No, not quite end. Okay. Because listen to this. La- I was listening to the last magic big Magic Mayhem fan, Guy Williams. Long time yeah. listener, first time caller. Um last podcast, you said that you, it was whack that the Raptors were constantly going after Toronto Raptors assistant coaches. The Magic were, yeah. The Magic were going after Raptors no, was assistant it just, coaches. Yeah,
1: that was like everyone was saying that all the lead candidates were assistant coaches from the.
0: Good news, baby. What? Raptors probably going to fire Dwayne Casey. Yeah. You can get the real thing. Well, people were get the
1: number one. People were saying that on Magic Reddit, and man, I just couldn't believe. I was like, did you just watch them just get swept? No. Rewind they, they two got steps. Owned.
0: Rewind three steps. He's got outcoached by Tyron Lue. No, not I outcoach, outplays. Rewind four steps. I think that both things are true. Dwayne Dwayne Casey, can be coach of the year and also be fired. Yeah, because sure. the Raptors have done amazing, been a great team, but clearly have severe issues. And ideally, you would change the roster as well, but that's very difficult to do. And they do have something almost good and the, the most obvious and safest thing to do, I, love, I trust Masai Jerry, Raptors, GM, 100%. I really hope that um, the solution is to just bring in a different coach, a different motivator, someone to give them the confidence to try off this team one last time here's, and maybe change a few pieces. Here's what I can do. Break up the... Because
1: the, the coach, what does the coach do? Break it Break it up. The team. Bring in a coach... It's hard to do though. No, 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 no. no. I'm just saying... The Raptors. Keep keep him there. He's like the morale guy. Dwayne Casey. Yeah. Yeah. And then have someone who's like more into like tactics <laughs> and like running plays.
0: No, no, no. no the Raptor, to be fair, the Raptors did do everything that last year the fans and everyone wanted them to do. The analysts wanted them to do. But then you're right. They went back to... When the going got tough, they went back to um, ISO ball and they went into the darkness. And yeah. I didn't even... Can't even watch most of their games oh, against the I was just shocked. Uh, well, speaking of shocking, you don't even want to talk about it. I've hyped it, though. The fans have been listening for it. The greatest game of Basel. I've been part of some shocking Basel games. Some terrible losses. This has got to be the most horrific. Um, happened tonight at the North Shore Events Centre in Auckland.
1: First game of the season.
0: Unbelievable. This is a story you will not believe. Paul, are you traumatized? You don't want to talk about it. How are you feeling?
1: Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I'm having PTSD.
0: Okay. So Post- the game... Like was unbelievable, right? The re- what happened was we played against a bunch of muppets.
1: We're playing a team of almost mainly old tall blacks. Yeah, uh, and they're the dirtiest team in the league. They're
0: called they're called the unknowns, and this is who the unknown. I think it's a joke because they've got a lot of former New Zealand basketball players and Jeff Wilson, one of the most famous rugby players of the nineties. Right? Yeah. So Jeff Wilson. Unknowns. That's weird. He's definitely known. Everyone knows who he is. He's got his nickname from the nineties on his back of his jersey, Goldie. Not unknown, New Zealand legend, right? Mm. The rest of them, complete unknowns. Like I love New Zealand basketball. I ain't seen these dudes before. Right? So the point is, I think it's a joke that they're not unknowns, but they're called the unknowns. Mm. But then I was like, the joke works for Jeff Olson, not for anyone else.
1: I mean, I don't I can't speak on very
0: that. dirty old school team. They're just old. Men who hurt you I'm like bleeding yeah, from guys. my biceps still And like they just genuinely Shocking Remember when
1: that guy tried drawing a foul on me at the end of the buzzer the Oh he tried order? to, yeah And he just drawed and just ploughed into me As that guy
0: was in the Tall Blacks like, He plays such a cynical style of basketball Disgrace the Tall suit. Anyway So what happened was These dirty old men came up against their worst nightmare Which was a trigger happy Apparently NBL level ref who yeah. wasn't taking none of their BS? And while don't get me wrong, this ref wasn't perfect. and made a lot of like dubious calls. He his main mo, and I respect him for this, was standing up to the bullies.
1: Yeah, and nor, cool.
0: don't get me wrong. Normally our team are bullies. Like we're not a great. We're not. We're not the, the heroes here. But their team were we like dickheadery on like a very high level. Like they would yell at the ref after every call, um, intimidating the ref. As Paul said, one of them at the end of the quarter, they had three seconds left for a heave. He, the big centre got the long rebound, dribbled towards the halfway line, had to heave it. Instead yep. of just shooting it, yeah. Paul, who was just standing there, <laughs> With my just flattened him. Just <laughs> to At one point, he got the ball under the hoop on an offensive but, rebound, yeah. went out of his way to smash into me and put the basket in and got called for an offensive foul. Like They were just bizarre. Exactly. The way they were playing well, and the way they were flopping. After he was flattened me
1: as well. He. Um, so he just jumped and like, just kind of dribbled straight, plowed, jumped forward straight into me, smashed me over, fell over himself, got called for a charge, yeah. and then uh, had the audacity to complain about the call. They
0: went crazy. At one point, the guy threateningly charged the ref. And for oh, me, yeah. if I was a ref, I was like, I'm either leaving this bullshit or telling this to the guy to get out. I was like laughing at it because I was like, I was trying to relieve the tension because I think these guys actually like lost their minds.
1: Yeah, like hey, they were um, going
0: crazy. Like yeah. this is B grade. And they saw red, they and Josh was red. like, "It's A grade, mate. It's called A grade, but it's the B grade. Premier is the A grade. A grade is the technically the yeah. B grade. It's hey, um, B grade Wednesday night North Shore basketball. The fact they're taking it so seriously, you know, the riffing's going to be dubious. One guy got ejected. A guy got ejected. I don't know what he can't remember what he did. Their the first... best scorer and the only player who could who was just seagulling rain. I don't
1: remember the... what his first tick was for. But the second one, just, I, just being an ass, just being a knob. Know. I would give him a, te- I would have given him text earlier. Just, just being I, a knobhead, mate. Get right, out the game. Okay, I fouled him on a fast break. Not really. I wasn't trying to foul him because I never foul. Mm. But I, um, you it was about two it on earlier. one. Yeah, I, it was two on one, and I, uh, I kind of tried this, what's known as the stun and recover, <laughs> where I, I kind of threatened to go to the ball with every intention to just spin and try and get a steal on the on the, the on the pass. Yeah. And he threw the pass, and I kind of sp- spun the wrong way. And anyway, the guy was right behind me, and so I kind of collided with him a bit. And the
0: stun recover—you don't have to do like a three sixty spin by way. It's not at all necessary. Yeah. He's putting a bit of Paul Williams flavor on it.
1: And um, and I I kind of collided with the guy uh, as he was gathering the ball. It wasn't like that hard, but then he basically after the foul, like it was fine. The foul had happened. And then he just kind of raked me in the face, yeah. and at some stage, um, kind of hit, like, whacked me in the throat. Yeah, and it, I, I was close to it, but it seemed quite bad. Like it was like kind of just an intentional lash out. Yeah, and so he got uh, another tech and got a, and two it was automatic ejection. He was the
0: best player. He was on twenty points. Wasn't One it?
1: Yeah. in the third quarter, yeah, twenty points, and then um. And he had to leave the stadium as well. No, he didn't have to leave the stadium. I no, think he just... No, you have to, yeah. Tessa, Tessa the score bench. Oh! Lady, it's a rule. Well, I, thought,
0: I thought it was just a D-bag. That's kind of the thing you do. Yeah, just I think go he said that to him.
1: And then Jeff Wilson... Or someone was... Comp- um, that guy, Andrew Parks, was complaining that you should go to Tech for calling
0: him out. Give up. me a Tech. I don't care. So mm-hmm. anyway, it was quite a fiery game. Um, not us. It was literally the them versus the ref. They are mm. losing their mind. <laughs> Jeff Wilson... Mm-hmm. Losing his mind Which is weird Because I was like If you've played International rugby And cricket At the highest level Surely you don't care About B grade well, um, Men's league But he really right. didn't care
1: Every screen They just hold your
0: arm And just pull it So we So when they had Their best player sent off We eventually took our a lead Our main strategy being hmm. Passed to Josh for the three Josh made well, some like, We yeah. couldn't drive in Because they just found the shit out of us um, It was quite hard I,
1: I felt like Our team definitely Was like We've won We've won in the third quarter I definitely. No, in the didn't fourth quarter I, I, did, well, I definitely Either that I or we just won, We just completely ran out of gas But I subbed off for the bench At the start of the fourth mm. And then I think our team Wasn't scoring And I came back in and, and it just felt like We were just dead Like we just had We were just like Didn't care Or no, Had in, any gas in
0: the, I I'd I, I see it differently to you I thought in the fourth quarter We did an okay job Of just shooting open shots And we just missed everything we couldn't buy a basket. They were struggling as well too. Their main offensive player had left and gone to the car park with his back, right? His 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 rucksack. But we just couldn't score in the fourth quarter. We choked up our like five or six point lead. And um and that's when it got really bad. We're up by one with, We're up no, we're up by two. Up by two with thirty five forty seconds left. And
1: basically we were passing it round.
0: I, I don't agree with this move, by the way, but this no. is what it is. I stood in the I, corner. Neither,
1: neither. I was like Keep, well like we just need to score And wait, wait, over.
0: People who listen to this Are going to be like These guys Are the dumbest idiots You've ever heard of In their no, life No so we're,
1: we're passing it round And eventually of just course Just killing the clock yeah. Just
0: passing around The three And point eventually
1: line. the other team Was like shot clock Because there's no shot clock There's no shot clock But clock. the refs are supposed To kind of like Count Have common sense Especially yeah. when it's as egregious As what we were and doing And so eventually I get the ball And the ref was kind of like You like use it Like you know Kind of five he, seconds He, did, he started
0: doing a loud count Yeah Five yeah.
1: So I, oh. so I drove, it was kind of messy, but I kind of threw it. We were it. going
0: nowhere, so we there's nothing on. You just drove your man and, and your I man kind of, kind of righted you. Yeah, and then
1: I kind of threw an overhead pass. This is what you
0: did. You jumped in the air in no man's land at like a mid-range jumper point driving to your right on the right-hand side of the court. I was standing in the corner. You jumped into the air and threw it backwards over your head, Larry Bird styles to me. <laughs> I caught it, it J.R. Smith style. Like <laughs> off balance, and there's not, they're not going to cause for a shot clock bi- violation. But I felt like I always just do what is like right. I think in the game, and I'm like, I've just got to heave up a three here. No, like you had to
1: shoot that. We've yeah.
0: done a 35 second position. Yeah. No, but no, but no, but I might have. I didn't have a man in my face. I might have been able to up fake and at least balance myself. Now I thought I was. I, at this point I was two of nine from three, and I felt like every three was going in and coming out. But like I had to, I had to jack up one anyway. So I did the J.R. Smith, like almost falling out of bounds three. It's huge worth, rainbow.
1: I want to say what happened to me at this point. So upon letting go of the ball, a reverse Larry Bird style pass. I've now kind of been fallen slash been pushed over. I'm sliding on my back out of out, over the baseline. Okay, towards the wall.
0: Paul's, Paul's going towards the wall at high speed. I catch the ball, launch a J.R. Smith-style deep three from the corner, falling out of bounds.
1: Meanwhile, there are three other players on our team. Don't know what they're up to. Okay. Continue.
0: My three, I thought was good. (laughs) I was like, shit, this is dope. That explains why. This is dope, right? Other three Mm -hmm. players, we don't know what they were doing. My three goes real high and... Misses the hoop by about a foot. Oh, long! Deep. It was shocking, <laughs> real bad. In my defence, I've been at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I haven't played basketball in about five weeks. Haven't touched the basketball in about five weeks. I'm more of a football fan now myself. There's literally five or six seconds left at the point of my shot airballing. Yeah. They catch the airball, which is quite bad luck. I was like, if I just hit the rim, that's you know when you're looking back on the game now. Yeah. It's it, 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 offensive. Rebounds are highly probable with an air ball, right? It's worth noticing,
1: noting that I often, basically always, I don't, I don't often crash offensive rebounds because I'm mm. like a point guard. I will usually just run back on defense. Safety, you're but only fit what, player. That's why I did note that I'm lying on my back currently, yeah. out of bounds over the baseline. Okay, continue. So, so the
0: other three players, I don't know what they're doing, but their center... Gets the rebound like almost ca- it was like it was like I passed it to him it, was, it could not have gone worse <laughs> the air ball like if it just bounced once on the rim we would probably been sweet this centre catches it and does a hail mary throw to All Black legend one of the greatest of All Blacks of all time Jeff Wilson who is streaking down the left wing now this is interesting because Jeff Wilson famous for being a right winger when he played for the All Blacks never really played in the eleven jersey.
1: Yeah, maybe that's what was deceptive to our team.
0: None of our players are back. He's wide yeah. open. We have a guy trying to sprint back. He catches the, be- the pass was pinpoint. Like So often those Hail Marys go so badly. It's a full court pass. Jeff Orson catches it. I want to watch the replay because all the games are filmed. I'm pretty sure he took three steps. He didn't bounce the ball. But NBA style, three steps. Beautiful. He, Jeff Orson, I think, had scored a basket all game. He was mud. Yeah, that's probably fair. He makes the game-tying layup. How could we have been so stupid to let the one thing that could have tied the game tie the game? Yeah. All we had to do was get back. All we had to do was get back.
1: I shouldn't have fallen over.
0: You shouldn't have fallen over. I want to
1: see the replay because to be be honest, it's all a blur. I don't know why I fell over, but I I ended up on my back.
0: I would have been better kicking the ball into the stands so at least we can get back on defense. Like, everything (laughs) would have been... Things... Sometimes I believe in Jesus, and I think Jesus went against us. We haven't even got to the amazing part of the story yet, by the way. We're getting there. All black legend Jeff Wilson just made a left-hand layup after taking three steps, in my opinion, mm. to tie the game. Yeah,
1: okay. We call a timeout. Let's get through this. We
0: call a timeout, and we are bad out of timeouts. This is what happens every time. Josh, our best player and three-point shooting specialist, um, he draws up what he calls a barn door, barn door play. Which I always hate, but at the end of the game when you've got no coach, you've just got to go with what the most confident guy says. And it's easy for me in retrospect to say, but like last time we did it, it was a disaster. The barn doors, for people who don't know, normally the idea is, they do it for Steph Curry sometimes, you just have two screeners sitting on the free throw line, he runs through the middle of the two screeners and the two screeners just move together like elevator doors or barn doors or whatever you call them, and then they can't get through and he gets open for a three. The game's tied, so we don't even need a three. But all I thought was, great, he wants a screen. We'll just get Josh open. He'll get the ball, jack up one shot to um, win the game. That's all we needed to do. Paul seemed a little bit skeptical about the plan already. And you told me, and this is the right thing to tell, because this is Bandor's play has gone badly in the past. You mm. were like, well, "Guys, they
1: just switch on it. They just
0: switched on the yeah. three-point shooter. That's why it's a bad play. Paul, you told me to roll to the basket and while I wasn't super keen on doing this I was like you, that's the right thing to do because last time they just switched off me and like, I've got to yeah. be ready to get the ball the other yeah. thing I realised is when you draw an elaborate play it puts pressure on the inbounder because like we're all doing every player was doing a screen five second violation comes in does that come into play for oh, you? oh I
1: think for sure he was counting and I, pro- I probably got rid of it counting after. out loud yeah he was counting so, so I think I probably got rid of it at four,
0: maybe. So this is what happened. They inbounded. Josh waited maturely, because I always panicked. What do you he mean did they wait? inbounded? Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Sorry. The ref gave you the inbound of yeah, the ball. Okay. Paul was on the inbound. We don't have
1: time for this. We've got 5% left, and you're making mistakes. Continue. Okay.
0: All right. Um, Josh completely abandons his barn door idea. It turns into more of a stagger screen. He doesn't get open. Um, he runs off the two screeners. So I... Like after he goes off me I'm the second screener Start to move In the direction of the hoop To roll to the basket Paul Throws an on Point Pass I would say Paul Lofted it into space
1: yeah, a little
0: bit. It wasn't a great pass, but
1: don't get me wrong. No, but his his noteworthy thing. You got very badly pushed. Yeah. I thought you got pushed quite Th- that's bad. That's what
0: they always do. But the yeah. guy just like, I couldn't, I ran into a wall, this big old tall prison, black idiot. He's been to prison. Okay, well guy. don't need to bring personal things about his He may or may not have been to prison. I don't no, know he has. Life. I've heard from multiple okay, well, sources. Well, then don't talk shit about him because he'll come and do no, some I prison don't moves on us.
1: He's a, ni- he's a really nice guy. <laughs> but he, he, pushed he, guy. he pushed you quite hard. He pushed you quite hard. All right.
0: The ball goes into space.
1: No, it doesn't go into space. It goes. He pushes
0: you and then catches it. Grabs the ball. This is an R half on the free throw line extended. It's
1: it's it's it was in their paint. I'm pretty sure he
0: grabs the ball in the paint, off the bounce, turns at the hoop, and the only thing to do is throw a football style pass. He throws one handed the best (laughs) shot I have ever seen. That didn't even go backward. Right, three quarter (laughs) court straight in the hoop. (laughs) Straight in the hoop (laughs) To win the game by three There's no chance he didn't get it off Hash money (laughs) Jeff Wilson Former All Black Never run a Rugby World Cup But has won Bledisloe Cup (laughs) Tri-Nations Celebrates with more passion of NSC than everyone This is men's B grade They go Yes I saw Not only they did that You did that I did that too I was caught up in the moment You had to celebrate that That's like God. God is real That is amazing no, because they were the bad guys. They, they, were, they were the bad guys, but that was amazing. They had at least five technicals probably
1: in that game.
0: Okay. <laughs> I put my hands up to celebrate this amazing moment and celebrate. They were going mental. They frightened me with how celebrated they were. Because, like, yeah. Jeff was new in the All Blacks, mate. Why are you so pumped? But anyway, he's a competitive They never guy. won the World Cup. Yeah, okay. He, he was excited. He's of the blizzard He couldn't get it stuff. done on the rugby field. All right, field. Don't, 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 no, don't say anything. No, either, no, yeah. I want
1: to say he couldn't get it done on the <laughs> rugby field. So now he has to get it done on... on anyway, he, he
0: celebrated up. passionately. I celebrated too. And then I hugged Jeff Wilson, former All Black, uh, in a depressing Wednesday night game. And uh, we lost by three points. And that is... I've lost some games in some amazing... I've lost a, 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 I'd like a, to, a final on a on halfway heath before. Mm. That is... Worse. I I wanna
1: go on record and say Mother F Jeff Will <laughs> and that whole team holding my arms breaking were, they, my face,
0: hitting uh, me in the throat, uh, knocking me to the ground. They they were kind of dicks, but that was an amazing way um for them to uh to win the game. Frustrating for us, but the saga continues and you know, we got a good story out of it, which is more valuable somehow, than going we won the game. I somehow had
1: like red scratch marks on my, on my inner
0: thigh. Yeah, they were dicks. But anyway, um, I don't even know how that happened. Congratulations to the unknowns. No. uh, Absolutely uh, not. uh, Bad luck for the Rainbow Warriors. That's a a long podcast, but I think that story was almost worth it. Maybe we can tell a condensed story and a stand up show another time because it's quite amazing. Um, And uh, thank you to listen to the Advanced Analytics podcast. And Um, check out
1: um, Waterdeep Mountain High. Check out
0: Waterdeep Mountain High. Come to our comedy festival shows if you're in Auckland. Yeah. I'm on 845. Thursday, Friday in Auckland, Google it, Paul's on.
1: I'm on next week, Wednesday, Thursday,
0: Friday, Saturday.
1: What time? 10 o'clock, basement. The basement.
0: We're next to best, each other.
1: It's the best show on the festival. You could go
0: to both our shows on Friday night or Saturday night. Aren't you this week? No, next week.
1: Well, you just said you were, this, you said you were Thursday and Friday. Oh, next week. I don't know.
0: Google it. No, you can't go to both our shows. You can. My finish at 9.45 and you start at 10. I'm sure you said yours was at 9.45. 8.45. Okay okay let's not finish on a bad note arguing about the times Um, thanks to everyone who listened I've been Guy Williams I've been Paul Williams let's get a charger it's going to run out of